next is a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson. Pastor of JF Believers Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. Subscribe to our podcast by visiting burningdogradio.com and click subscribe. Thanks for listening to Burning Dog Radio. Today we begin the Gospel of Mark. Verse 14 of our text here in Mark says, Now after John was taken into custody, Jesus came into Galilee, preaching the good news of God's kingdom and saying, The time is fulfilled, and God's kingdom is at hand. Repent and believe in the good news. Now John herein would ultimately pay the supreme price for the message that he carried. He was promptly imprisoned for his subversive evangelism, and he would eventually be martyred, dying literally for what he lived for. Yet despised such, God was not beaten. In fact, he was not even deterred by such a turn of events, and certainly not surprised. Jesus came proclaiming the same message, today is the day, repent and believe. What does it mean that the kingdom of God is now at hand? It means that at hand is the very presence of the Son of God. Now one year would pass between verses 13 and 14 of our text. Even for Jesus, there was obligatory and preparatory time prior to actual ministry. This should send a clear message to all those who desire to be used by God in a great way. Jesus came. He arrived just as prophesied. He came to the people because man could never come to God without him. He did not run from danger, but moved into the fray with boldness of purpose. He ran into the burning building and never away from it. He loved his children, and there would be no fear that would stop him. Note herein that Jesus says we must first repent. We must turn away from the road our life has been on and join Christ on his road. Once that decision is made, we are told to believe in the gospel. In that simple directive lies the critical element to the success of our faith. This word believe means to commit oneself in confidence and conviction, to entrust oneself into the hands of. This is to believe in Christ. It is to give yourself into the hands and control of the Son of God. Verse 16 says, Passing along by the Sea of Galilee, he saw Simon and Andrew, the brother of Simon, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishermen. Now Jesus said to them, Come after me, and I will make you fishers of men. And immediately they left their nets and followed him. So as Jesus walked along, he came upon the first of his apostles, men who thought that they were just fishermen. But you see, God had other plans for their lives. Jesus was going to make them fishers of men. Now note that contrary to the imaginary call, quote-unquote, that so many believe that is going out today, this call did not include anything about making them rich or successful or comfortable or famous. Nothing here about an easy road. Only follow me. That's it. That's all. 
Often folks can start questioning their service to God when they begin to feel that it's not fun or not fulfilling. Yet I can't find any scripture anywhere to tell us that our service to God will ever be fun. In fact, for these guys, service to God cost them plenty. Well, in fact, it cost them everything. I mean, they just dropped everything and walked away. Note the word immediately. All of the career pursuits, gone. The security, gone. Family, gone. They left it all and followed Jesus. And what followed was not comfort and security and success. No, it was beatings, hard traveling, little money, countless hardships, and finally, martyrdom. But let us remember there is indeed a flip side. They also walked personally with their God in flesh. They witnessed the miraculous right up close, not just in a book or a story someone else shared. They were guided and empowered and experienced by the same hand that created the heavens. They, indeed, had a life that mattered. And for many folks, well, that's fair trade. These men before us were fishermen. Fishing, they say, is an art, and so is soul winning. Fishing requires patience, like soul winning, and often there are lonely hours of waiting. It requires skill in the use of bait and lures and nets. They both require discernment and common sense in going where the fish are running. They require persistence. After all, a good fisherman is not easily discouraged. They require quietness. The best policy when you're fishing is to avoid disturbances and to keep self in the background. You see, we become fishers of men by following Christ. The more like Him we are, the more successful we'll be in winning others to Him. Our responsibility is to follow Him. He'll take care of the rest. Going on in our text, verse 19 says, Going a little further from there, he saw James, the son of Zebedee, and John, his brother, who were also in the boat mending the nets. Immediately he called them, and they left their father Zebedee in the boat with the hired servants and went after. One can only wonder what had occurred in the lives of these men leading up to this event. What happened in the weeks and the months prior to this day? No doubt God had somehow inexplicably been communicating to them. Perhaps there had been quiet thoughts and desires of doing great things for God. But how could they? I mean, they were just lowly uneducated fishermen. They weren't scholars. But you see, Jesus wasn't, and frankly still isn't, looking for scholars and famous successful businessmen. He is just looking for a willing heart that will walk away from the love of this world and will follow him. Verse 21 says they went into Capernaum and immediately on the Sabbath day he entered into the synagogue and he taught. They were astonished at his teaching for he taught them as having authority and not as the scribes. Jesus grabbed these new recruits and he hit the streets. I mean, he only had three years, so no time to waste. 
Jesus knew he had to give the word to the lost, and frankly, those who were filling the pews of the religious institutions of his day were as confused and lost as those on the street. What Jesus taught was astonishing. That's what this says. They were astonished. I mean, he taught it with authority. I guess you could say they were impressed. Perhaps it was because he simply taught them the truth. And that, as now, was rare. That was our daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson. For more information about Pastor Tim or JF Believers Church, visit jfbelievers.com. Thank you.